This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to another episode of Devin's On Demand. It's Chris Devins joined by my fiance, Arielle. Hello. The fact that schools have a break in February really just shows how horrible of a month February is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like it's, it's the shortest month of the year, and people are still like, we need a break from this. Like, the weather sucks. The sky, it's I mean, so it's just the sky. Even, even if it was warm out, the sky is actually, like, it looks like what depression looks like. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's sick. Anyways, what I'm saying is I want a break as I, an adult. I also agree with that. Although, didn't we just take a vacation? Yeah, but we don't, I, don't think, I don't think we take enough vacations as human beings, you know? Oh, I 100% agree. I'm um, so ready to start snowboarding. Like, can we do that, please? I'd love to do that. Just, just, where do you want to go? And where do you want to snowbird to? Where, where do you want to flap our wings to? Ooh. It has to be the same, a similar time it zone, right? It has to be because, a similar time zone. Because uh, of, to match, I mean, you and I both have the luxury of we can work remotely, but mm-hmm. you can only really push it so far where, where it's got to match up, right? Well, yeah. And I work with a lot of people in like the UK and Europe, so I definitely can't go any farther west so where are we going oh i don't know i used to we used to go to arizona every year around february and i but that's that's mountain time so that's i mean that's I pretty close to i mean it's pretty no it's it's, it's not doable it's stretching it it's not doable here's what i want to do but we, i do like arizona i want to go i want to go somewhere tropical i want to do i want to do like bahamas or mm, or aruba. aruba those are similar time zones right same yeah. time zone well we Aruba's really one drive over. there with the dog we have a dog now. We have a dog. We have a dog now. Well, we haven't. We we clearly have not ironed out the kinks. I will say though, speaking of working less, mm-hmm. taking more vacations, just having more time for you as a human being to be a human being and enjoy life, mm-hmm. um, we have more proof that we should all go down to a four day work week. There was this uh, pilot program in Britain that happened in 2022 yeah. on a, a massive program. Sixty one companies were involved. And for six months, they all went down to a four-day work week where they only worked 32 hours a mm-hmm. week. So not not longer inflated days at the same pay. And the results are finally in. I've been waiting for this for oh, so yeah, long. Same. And nine out of 10 companies say they're going to continue the shorter week. Oh, my gosh. Nine out of 10. They say the shorter work week, uh, it did not hurt revenue. Uh, the, the revenue stayed broadly the same during the six-month trial, but on uh, average went up. 35% when you compared it to a similar period from previous years. Wow. So actually they made more money. They dealt with less turnover of employees. Uh, employees took fewer sick days, reportedly less burnout. And uh, when asked, employees said they were more satisfied with their jobs and much happier overall. Which that I makes think, sense. I feel like happy people 
make good things, do good 100%. things. 100%. And I also think like maybe, I mean, this isn't what the study says. So this is me like saying this without sure. any proof. But I do feel like it's maybe showcasing that when people are forced to work 40 hour weeks, for example, you basically end up wasting eight hours worth of time. Oh yeah. And like that does happen. Like, Oh yeah. When I think that, I mean, I like being in a hybrid environment in general because I like to sort of be able to work the hours that work the best with my brain and my body. And you get a lot done. I get a lot done. And my peak times of working are like the morning by the end of the day, like my brain's getting like super mushy. And I remember back in the day when I used to work like more a standard nine to five, like you had to Mm -hmm. go into the office. So you had to like, at least look like you were working like those entire hours Right by like 4 PM, especially when I used to like work at a spin studio, which meant I was up at 4 30 in the morning by 4 PM. I was absolutely getting nothing done. I was like there because I had to have my butt in the seat. Right. So shave off those end of the day hours where like nothing's getting accomplished anyways. Yeah. And of course people are going to have the same output, if not more. It should be about the output. It shouldn't be about time because time, the same person can do more work in the same amount of time as another person. I mean, as long as, and you should be paid for what your output needs Mm -hmm. to be. Right. I remember. So now I work in a, mostly remote, but hybrid environment before that, before the pandemic, it wasn't like that. It was all in person. And we used to have, uh, I'm not going to rat out anybody in (laughs) particular. Um, we used to have an inside sales department that was in person. Now they're Mm -hmm. all remote and I'd walk by their desks on the way to go to the bathroom. And I could see people had like, they were just on Facebook or like playing games and stuff like that. And like, I could tell like, you don't need to be like you are not working right now mm-hmm. for like and it's not it doesn't look like you're on your break because I see this enough that you are like, you know, so I can tell that they're wasting time. If those people were still doing the same amount of work, why shouldn't they take that time where they're just like perusing Facebook and maybe uh, being exposed to conspiracy theories and, you know, like wasting their lives away? <laughs> uh, why can't they just do laundry? Or, you know, do something that actually cook dinner, spend some time with their kids. Yes. I hate wasting time. I hate wasting time too. And so much of that, like forced, forced, but in desk time, just for the sake of working a certain amount of prescripted hours. Yeah. Just seems so silly to me. I I agree. Now, that being said, do you think we're going to see this in the U.S. anytime soon? I feel like as much as there are conversations happening in the U.S. about trying to fix work-life balance or work-life integration or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like there are companies out there who have made statements about employee satisfaction and happiness and unlimited vacation times without actually shaming you if you take your vacation. Mm, Like it just, it's, it, it feels almost too far-fetched, not far-fetched, but like too far away from this like, hustle culture that is so ingrained in the U.S. But I think it's declining, the hustle culture. It is, but I also feel like a lot of these companies that have like made these sweeping proclamations or whatever then are the same companies that as of like last week were like, and now everyone's coming back into the office and we're having like super set like work times or like, so I don't know. I just, I think maybe eventually, but I don't think we're ready for it as a whole yet. I'm cautiously optimistic. I don't see this happening anytime in the immediate future, Mm -hmm. but I could see within the next 15 years, this becoming maybe like not, not uncommon, not the 
everything, but like maybe fifty yeah. percent of well, companies. I and and the part of the reason I have a bit of cautious optimism is I do know that like the idea of the weekend wasn't always a thing. People right. used to work seven days a week and then it's six days a week. And like, then it was, you know, the, uh, you know, people lobbied to get Saturday and right. Sunday. So like it is possible to get Friday off on a national level at some point, if yeah. we all want it bad enough. I, I do think, I mean, if we're talking, I sort of interpreted that as being like, is this going to happen now? Like soon? No, no yeah. But I, I think yeah. if we're saying, yeah, 15 years from now, by mm-hmm. the time that essentially our generation is in control, cause that's what, what that's going to, be fair i do see there being a lot of changes in general and i think a lot of our generation as well sort of when when you see these debates on like being in office versus being remote versus Mm -hmm. you know whatever and and i think length of work days and sort of that like older more conventional work week conversation right i mean there's generational gaps and I think for sure. I mean, when you go even a generation below us who are like, or like half a generation or whatever, who are like starting to work in these capacities, their mindsets on it's going to be completely different than yeah. even ours. But I do think that when leadership gets, I mean, not actually younger, cause I guess they'd be the same age, but like from a younger generation, we're going to see a lot more sweeping changes. I hope so. Yeah. I hope, I hope that our generation does good. I hope so too. You know? We'll I mean, see. Can you imagine like it, that's basically working only like just a little, just a hair over half the week. Something about that just feels so, I don't know, just liberating. Mm-hmm. Even though, I mean, yeah, it's only one extra day, but like you're so close to that 50% not working throughout the week. <laughs> I love that. It feels like you're half retired. Oh, I you want it to happen You talk about retirement now. so often on here. I just don't want to be old and wrinkly and then have all this freedom. Like why, why can't we like just spread it out? Because I also feel like when people retire, then very often they go full steam ahead. I'm not doing anything. And then they're bored. Why can't we just spread mm-hmm. it all out nice and thin like butter throughout our whole lives and work throughout our whole lives to have like, you know, to feel like we have purpose, but also enjoy ourselves our yeah. entire lives, especially when we're not like too old to fly in a plane and no jump off a you, cliff. I'm not. What am I talking about? You're jumping off a cliff. What I'm are you not, doing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm no. terrified of heights. What am I talking about? But I, but you know, I, I, I definitely agree with that. I hate waiting for like, oh, I'll do that when I'm older. I'll do that, you know. When I have more time, I'll do that. Like you're gonna be dead. Like no, I mean, you and I have basically already taken two honeymoons, and we're not even married yet. I know. I wonder if I, I like. Do, do you think some of our friends judge us? They're like, are they always on vacation? I don't care. I don't care. That's the yeah. greatest thing to be judged for. I just think we're it's silly. Anybody. Like people are like, I'm gonna wait until I get married, and then I'm gonna go to Hawaii. We were like, it's fucking cold. We're gonna go to Hawaii. Oh, Bye. Yeah. Oh, I loved. I just yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I mean. We're also lucky enough that like, and, like we save, like that we can do that too. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think if you can do it. But even on a small scale, like it doesn't have to be Hawaii, but I just think no. so many people spend so much of their life being like, oh yeah, I'll pick up that hobby when I have more, you know, when right. I'm retired or, oh, I'll, you know, I've been wanting to like go on this hike or check out this right. place that like could be like a 30 minute drive away. And then you're dead. Exactly. Or COVID dead. hits or I don't know. I think that for me was the big, like I've always been someone who I know, like, but grabs life you know ariel is doing i know you can't see this <laughs> ariel is doing a hand gesture that's very suggestive uh she grabbed life by that uh, mm. um yeah uh yeah well i think that i think that woke, really i think that it. i think that woke up a lot of people but mm-hmm. i also think some people have fallen asleep again so like here's oh, your sure. reminder if you're listening right now you know like a covid type thing like that can happen again yeah it can happen on a personal level mm-hmm. where you can't do something you could get hit by a car and you you know dead 
or just like, or, or like, you know, something happened where like you then can't travel or you can't run anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, anyways, yeah, enjoy yeah. your, enjoy your life. Uh, here's something also switching gears a bit here that I'm, I'm really fascinated by. I really want to just, I really want to know what happened here. So you ever just see something kind of an odd situation and you say like, there's a story behind this. Oh, all the time. I'm so, constantly walking around judging other things and people. Yes. So I was walking out of Petco the other day. Okay. And you know those garbage cans that have an ashtray on the top? Yeah. Can you kind of picture them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not as common anymore, but some places have them. There is one outside of Petco. And on in that ashtray was a pair of pretty nice high heels. Huh. And I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, so there's there's a few possibilities. Either somebody was smoking a cigarette while wearing high heels outside of Petco, then decided that this wasn't the right footwear for them for this particular occasion, took them mm-hmm. off, put them down with their cigarette, then walked back to their car barefoot. Okay. That's a possibility. Or maybe somebody, they weren't wearing them, but they just were carrying high heels uh-huh. uh, and then decided, yeah, these suck. I don't want these anymore. But still, why did you arrive at Petco carrying high heels? And why did you put them in the ashtray and not in the garbage? It's a, I mean, it looked like the garbage could have fit them. It's possible yeah. that the garbage was overflowing at the time. I guess that that is a possibility. Okay. But even so, why are you arriving at Petco yeah. with high heels? Did you plan on, or were these just in your car for a while? And you're thinking, I'm, I'm getting things yeah. done Petco. today. Yeah. Mm. I also think it's important to, because I am obviously familiar with this Petco, although I wasn't at this specific no. run-in. Um, it's important to clarify, like, it's not like this Petco is like, next to any kind of nightlife establishment nope, where like it's... it could be like oh something fun happened last night no. like this is it's really tucked back behind like a shopping plaza like there is nothing you're, else there you're driving there you're not walking no to. there's nowhere to walk to yeah it's no like a, so no one's no one's like drunk stumbling no and it's not in the city like nope it's very in the burbs it's in the burbs no one's really wearing high heels in the burbs here anyways and also I feel like things like this very often happen late at night, even if you're mm-hmm. not close to bars and stuff like that. Petco, I would imagine, closes at a reasonable hour. Yeah. So it's not like somebody was like, oh, let's drunkenly buy some dog toys. And then, <laughs> that would be you, kind of fun. you know, it's like, oh, these high heels, they're really killing me. And then just threw them down and then, you know, bought right, whatever barefoot. I hope barefoot. they had a change of shoes. It is February. It's been a warm February, but not, not warm that enough. Not warm. Not warm enough to go around barefoot. Yeah. Also, I would imagine that they don't, I mean, they probably don't explicitly say it, but Petco's probably got a, you got to have shirt and shoes. Yeah. Rule. I, I would assume so. There's, those a, there's a lot happening in Petco. Yeah. But that's that also one of those things that in Rochester, where we live, relatively cold this time of year, they probably are like, do we have to say that? No. That you have to wear shirt and shoes. So maybe it's not actually written down. It's probably not written down. Also, I mean, like there's animals in there. They're, they're completely naked. So that is know. true. Maybe she just wanted to be like her dog. I keep thinking about this. Again, switching gears a little bit here <laughs> in almost a nonsensical way. The The fact that our dog is just naked all the time. Mm-hmm. She really hates when I put a coat on her. Like really does not enjoy well, we only, the she only She only has to put clothes on to save her life because it's too cold. Mm-hmm. Or eventually she'll have to put on a Bill's jersey. Have when, to. Yes. Have to when the season starts again. It's very important. Aside from that, the woman is naked constantly. Yeah. Do you think she has any concept of like that she's naked? Absolutely like, not. She presents her the inside of her legs to us all the time. Oh, she really does. Yeah. Yeah. She has she has no concept of that. No, not um, at all. But um, if if you are listening, going back to the high heels, uh-huh. and these were your high heels, 
We need to hear need from you. Need to know. That's not even a question of yeah. if we need to hear from you. It's interesting because it like clearly they were placed there. Because like I've seen it just I've seen rogue shoes before, and I'm or a shoe, which well, is always I mean. confusing. And it's like, it's okay, like, what well, happened? Why did you keep one? But one time I lost a shoe, and okay, I was traveling for an event in high school, and. It was in Toronto. It was quite cold. And so we were all wearing like snow boots to like walk to like where the event was. Yeah. But then we were going to change into like heels Mm -hmm. basically. And someone had all the shoes in like a bag in the back of like a wheelbarrow or something. Mm. And some of them fell, including one of my shoes. Okay. So I am sure that that was something if someone was walking along, they'd be like, why are there three non-matching rogue right, high right. heels like scattered on the streets of Toronto? But the wheelbarrow thing, like that makes sense. You were, they weren't, there was a mass thing of shoes. It wasn't your yes. thought. I have seen one of the funniest situations I've seen. Uh, it was winter time years ago. And like, there was one shoe, like boot type thing, like in a crosswalk. And it looked <laughs> as if like somebody like just, it got stuck and they're like, ah, screw it. And they just like kept going. It's just a single shoe, just like in, huh. the, in the slushy crosswalk. Yeah. Again, another perfect situation or another perfect example of there's a story here. Right. I need to know. Yeah. These these high heels were placed for sure. Somebody made a conscious decision. I no longer need these. Yeah. And this is the spot but, for them. But to bring them to Petco in the first place. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. And we'll never know. And that's going to, it's going to kill me. Oh um, God, I hope not. No, it's not going to kill me. Uh, something that's, so we were actually, we were near Petco, but not at Petco uh, this past weekend uh, at a place that you and I went uh our chosen jewelry shop, if you oh, will. Oh yes, that was very vague. I was you're, like, you're like, you're like, where is he going? Yeah, this? what were we doing? I want to say near chosen, Petco, but not at Petco. <laughs> when I say chosen, it's the spot that you got your engagement ring, yeah. and we loved it there. So we're like, so we went back for our wedding bands, and I think this is a situation in which a lot of guys, not every guy, but a lot of guys feel out of their element. At least I know I did, because mm-hmm. I don't. The, I mean, okay, so yeah, yet last year. Last year, I shopped for jewelry for you. Mm-hmm. Besides that, I've, I, I mean, I got a ring when I was like eight for my first Holy Communion. But besides that, jewelry shopping, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I went in there. I'm telling it like you don't know this, but for people who weren't there, you were there, obviously. Went in there and the woman's, she's like, well, do you have an idea of what you're thinking for your ring? You know, talking to me. And you were prepared for yours. You knew what you were going for. Yeah, yeah. I said, well, I'd like a ring. Uh, I'm really glad you didn't make the same joke to her that you keep making to me, though. What is the same joke? That you want it to be the Lord of the Rings ring. It's not a joke. I oh, want, what okay. I really want is I want a ring <laughs> that if you, if you place it into uh, a very warm fire, um, ancient Elvish will yeah. illuminate mm-hmm. on the inside I, of the ring. Again, I'm so glad that you didn't say that to our very yeah, professional. One ring to bind them. One, yeah. Ring. So, yeah. So I want that. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Anyways, we'll see. I, I'll, I'll I'll ask. I'll call back and ask about that. I'd really rather you didn't. Yeah. So anyways, um, so I was like, hey, well, I want a ring and I want. Maybe silver, maybe gold. She's like, great. Here's 872 options. You can look through all of them. I was like, oh my gosh. The other thing too is they don't say it condescendingly. Like they're very nice, but I always feel like an idiot. And this happened to me last year with the engagement ring too. Happened again. When you go into a jewelry store, silver actually means silver. She's like, I think she's like, I know you said silver. I think what you mean is white gold. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> but do you have anything with Elvish? Cause that would really narrow things down for me. Yeah, I felt very out of my element. Did I? Did I seem it? Did no, I seem lost? No, because you didn't ask for it to be an Elvish. You handled yourself really well, and also they like acknowledged, like when they were like, "We're gonna start with the like women's wedding band." She did, yeah. Because 
surprisingly, that's actually usually a faster experience. And then we're going to go to the overwhelming world of men's wedding rings. But I also will say like, I feel pretty comfortable in a jewelry store um, and really wish I spent more time and in them and other people's money. Wink, wink. Uh, (laughs) But um, you did point out, Keep this in mind. You said, oh, keep yeah, this yeah, in mind for, for, sure. a, for like, anniversaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, told, you, you said, look at this. Bookmark this in your brain. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, I already just, forgot which what, what it was. I was dropping really uncasual hints. Yeah. Um, but I have obviously never gone shopping for a men's ring before. And um, I also was actually quite surprised by how many options there are. And I know you mentioned this to me yesterday or whatever. It's also one of those things where like kind of from far away, like, most men's wedding bands do look kind of similar or like it's something I hadn't paid that much attention to before. But now I'm like, there are a billion and a half options. They actually are all quite different. They all have different shapes and sizes and feels and like vibes and millimeters of thickness all from like four millimeters to 14 millimeters. And they had one that had on the inside, it had uh, a deer and it was camo. And if they can do that, they can do Elvish. Throwing that out there. I'm throwing that out there. They had, yeah, they had a lot. And the woman read me like a book too. And she, she was, she was gracious. This woman, she deserves a raise for having to deal with me. But uh, you weren't that bad. I wasn't that bad. Yeah. But she did say, she's like all, all the guys, they always think they're going to be super easy and they never are. Yep. And I, yeah. Yeah. Well, we made zero decisions and now we have to go back. We made no decisions. But at least we have time. Unlike there was another couple at the, the store with us. And this, this to me, just as like, okay, like I've been feeling a little stressed because we're less than five months from the wedding and like, there's a lot to do, but we are on top of our stuff. So this other couple that was in there, Ooh. I saw, like I heard them, they'd been there the whole time. They'd sort of had done the same process as us. And as they were leaving the woman, and, and one of the reasons I like the jewelry store is they're never really pushy, but their saleswoman says to them, so I'm not telling you that you have to make a decision right here and now, <laughs> but you probably should make a decision today. Otherwise you're not going to have rings for your yeah, wedding. Absolutely. And they, by the way, they told us, <laughs> they said the average time to get back uh, your ring was four to six weeks. Yeah. So yeah, they're cutting it close. Yeah. And I just, it, it was one of those things where it's like, you hate to like feel better about yourself because of someone else's demise. But truly like I felt so much less stressed about our wedding hearing that I'm like, Oh, we could be in much worse shape. No, this is the, you, you, <laughs> you and I, you and I have done this in the past. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this in the podcast. I think there's value in if you're in a, like a, a bad situation, seeing someone else in a worse situation mm-hmm. uh, to make yourself feel like, OK, where I'm at is manageable. Like you and I have watched like, you know, like documentaries about oh, stuff yeah, yeah. like when we're in a bad place to be like, OK, yeah, those people have it worse. You know, like we're fine. Oh, um, yeah. When there was was it the the insurrection yep. last January? We were uh, like, two years we ago. should probably watch Chernobyl because that will make we, us feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that happened, we uh, we did watch Chernobyl. Yep. And, and you and I felt a lot better. It, truly. Yeah. yeah. It really put things in perspective. It really did. My mm-hmm. goodness. Anyways, highly recommend that. Any, <laughs> any war, by the way, any war documentary movie or something like that too, just really it realigns you when you're like, yeah, I've had a bad day. My life sucks. And he's like, then you watch the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. You're right. Like, things are fine. Yeah. Things are really, really good, yeah. actually. Holy crap. Uh, we always end with a random fact, uh, except for two weeks ago when we were called out because we forgot one. Um, yeah. 
Here's this week's random fact on Devin's On Demand. The United Nations estimates that back in the year 1990, there were probably about 95,000 centenarians. That's people 100 years or older. Okay. Okay. In 2015, they actually got that data, and it was a, more, a little more than 450,000. They are estimating, if we're on the track for by the year 2100, okay. to have 25 million people on the planet over 100 years old. Oof. That's a lot. There's going to be so many people. That's so many old people. There's going to be a lot of people. I don't want to live to be 100. I have no interest in that. I plan to be one of these people. We've talked about this no, on I the know. podcast. Yeah, because I want to see the year 2100, and I'll have to be like 107 to do that. Uh-huh. I'll be long gone. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, yeah. space is going to become a premium. That's for sure. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's positive. Like, it feels like half the time the world is like, a disaster and like, I don't know. But actually, will the world even still be here? Global warming and all that jazz? I highly doubt it. Uh, but if this does happen, traffic's going to suck. It's going to be yeah. a lot of people. Uh, have a great week. Another Debbins on Demand for you here next week, Thursday. Talk to you then. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 